Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do Any City Podcast, bringing you an interview today. Michael Holly, longtime journalist, the Boston Globe, the Chicago Tribune, started in Akron, now working for NBCU with his buddy Michael Smith. They've got a great show. You should check it out. YouTube, wherever, streaming on their service, Peacock. Uh, he's very interesting, Michael Holly, who was in Chicago back in the Cubs Moise Salou, Sammy Sosa, Steve Bartman days, which we touch on uh, in the podcast today. But we also talk a lot of Deshaun Watson. He's also from Akron, so I get into LeBron and Michael, and I make my very clear argument that LeBron, long time ago, disqualified himself from the GOAT conversation. I don't care what LeBron does going forward, how many points, assists, rebounds, titles, whatever he accomplishes, MJ the GOAT. We know this. We know this, but sometimes I feel like I have to have the conversation. A lot going on. Uh, Michael's new show, Watson, LeBron, some old school cub. I think you really enjoy the conversation. As always, thank you for checking out the Windy City Podcast. If you subscribe, it makes my day and makes my life just better in general so thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button tell a friend hey carm this podcast is good you should check it out he's got a lot of stuff on there bulls and cubs and bears white Sox coming up uh, this friday our first Sox podcast of the season uh, Sox doing a nice job up in seattle but without further ado let's get to michael holly formerly of the Chicago Tribune. We start out with his new show, and then we get into Sean Watson, follow that up with uh, some Cubs talk, and then we'll get to Michael and LeBron. It's the Windy City Podcast, and it starts right now. Showtime. Straight out of Akron, Ohio. That's right. Let's go all the way in history here, Michael Holly, via the Boston Globe, the Chicago Tribune, and now doing work with NBCU Cable Entertainment, their streaming service, Peacock, with his good friend, uh, Michael Smith. We've got Michael Holly, brother from another is the name of the new show. Can we start with how we got the name for the show? How'd you guys come up with it? No, it was great. Uh, I got to give credit. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. 
and, and thanks for the shout out to Akron. Before there was even Twitter, uh, you know, I was the kid from Akron. You know, LeBron took that hashtag. He's a kid from Akron, but I was there first. Uh, I got it going first. My my, uh, my pro athlete at St. Vincent St. Mary, because I went there my freshman year, uh, my pro athlete there was Jerome Lane. Remember Jerome Lane? Sure. Six, Pitt. six, uh, you know, broke the backboard at Pitt. Yeah. So really, it, it's a, it, what a switch to go from Jerome Lane, who was a good first round pick in the NBA to LeBron James, possibly the best player ever. But uh, the name, I'll give the credit to Michael Smith because it really just speaks to our relationship and we met in 1999 and we have just been best friends since. And so we really are like his, I know his folks, he knows my folks. Uh, I'm, I'm the trustee of his, of his fund. Like I, I manage their accounts. I sign off on this family's accounts. Like his daughter is my goddaughter. He's my godfather, godfather to my kids. So it really is more than a media relationship. We're brothers. And so I remember when he uh, first said to a bunch of executives when we were talking about the show, hey, I got a name uh, for the show, Brother from Another. There was like a seven second delay, really. They just kind of looked. I said, oh, boy, <laughs> do they don't like they don't like it. But then after they thought about it, they got it because it really speaks to what we do and who we are. Can you break that down as like speaking to well, how would you like what, what is what does Michael Holly mean by that? What would you say? What do I? Oh, well. I mean, he's family. So when, when we you say brother from another, he's my brother from another mother. He is. <laughs> he really is. Um, like he knows me better than almost anybody. I would say I would say everybody, but I'd say my wife knows me better and my mother knows me better. <laughs> but that's about it. And yeah. so it's there are times where I just know, for example. I tell you, uh, Mark, we don't even have a, a rundown on the show. It's not a traditional TV show where you go in, you have this uh, meeting. Most shows, you have a meeting an hour, two hours before the show, and you just go over, hey, we're going to do this in the A block, we're going to do this in the B block, C block. We don't do that. Um, I just know generally what kind of stories will get him going. He knows the same thing for me. So yesterday, perfect example, not a sports story, but we both went to talk about the trial in Minneapolis, uh, Derek Chauvin. And he, I didn't tell him that. He didn't tell me when to start. I sat down. It's 2.59 Eastern. Show starts at 3. I look at him. He, there's a heaviness to him. Uh, I said, yeah, he wants to go there. He wants to go. This is where we're starting. And, and he, that's where he started. And I was not surprised by it. So that, that, those things, you just can't, you can't invent that. You can't create that. That is just there. And so that that's what it is. That's what I'm what, what I mean when I say it, it's a real brotherhood. It's it's a family. Uh, it's a family affair. It really is. Yeah, a hundred percent chemistry like that. You don't build that overnight. That's it's a lifelong friendship in action. I guess what I was getting at too was what do you do? Because here you are, and I'm watching the Derek Chauvin conversation, and it's you know obviously super intense. And then it's like, well, it's Tom Brady, you know, like so, you know. I, and, and I think it's like, that's real life, right? Like sometimes we're talking about what I'm going to have for lunch. And then other times <laughs> we're talking right. about, so, but it's like, well, well, what do you guys do? You know, and I like, and, and how do you, like, how does that show get pitched? Like, Hey, we're going to talk about real life 
and not have anything to do with sports. The Derek Chauvin trial has no quote-unquote real sport connection. And then we're going to talk about, you know, what's going on with Deshaun Watson too, which has a huge sports connection, but it's off the field. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll talk exactly. about what's on, you know, uh, you know, everything. So Yeah, okay, how do you pitch that? I think the way we pitched it is the way we look at it. We're going to have conversations, and I think, I think, I'm guessing that, you know, maybe as a society, we're ready to, to get to this point where we're just going to have a conversation that reflects a phone conversation. Because, I, you know, I talked to him yesterday after the show, and I was thinking, like, why are we talking after the show? I mean, I talked to you every day for uh, two hours. And now after the show yesterday, we talked for about 50 minutes. Um, and the conversation covered our kids. It covered uh, Deshaun Watson, stuff we can't say on the air about Deshaun Watson, our, our, our observations, because we got to be, you know, got to be journalists on the air. You got to be fair. And then off the air, you can say, well, hey, this is what I think. How do you feel about this? Um, we talked about music. Uh, we talked about the vaccine. I mean, that's just like over 50 minutes. And then as we were talking, the Celtics were playing the Mavericks. Uh, I always tease him that he has anointed Luca into you know, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan combined. I mean, he just goes crazy over Luca. Luca was slicing up the Celtics. And I just said to him, yeah, Luca's doing great, but the Celtics suck. So it doesn't really count. Uh, so this is a, that's our conversation. So what we said uh, to Peacock was, this is what we want to do. And uh, we won't force it either. Like some days we don't force, if, if there's not a story off, if there's not an off the field story that's compelling, we won't force it. We could talk about, we could talk about the NFL for two hours, talk about the NBA for two hours. It's just really what's out there and what we're feeling. And, and then we, we kind of respond to what's in the air. So that's yeah. the, that's the description. It's a show that responds to what's in the air and it's based off the friendship of people who've, who've known each other for 21 years. I love it. It just shows that, Hey, I pay attention to a lot of things. I like to be educated on a lot of, uh, corners of life and and yes we're going to talk about the super important and also you just mentioned Luca who gets empty stats and is overrated and and let me know when the Mavs win anything just <laughs> put, put, that's put it the- oh you too so you're on my side you're on my <laughs> yeah, side I, 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 you know I, and it started <laughs> quite honestly it started I was hating a little bit they uh won game four of a first round series he makes a shot and, and I don't know it was just the bubble and everybody was just excited to have sports back I saw a replay over and over. I was like, what was this the Jordan flu game or something? It was like, it was game four of a first round series. I said, they're not even going to win the series. They lost the next two games. Perfect. So I like him. I think we overrate winning Michael. So look, if he's on a bad team, he can't do it by himself. That's Um, true. But I also feel like Luca gets a little bit too much love from from my own liking, Um, at least at this point in his career. We'll, We'll see where it goes. I'm not saying he doesn't have the potential to be, as big as everyone is making them out to be right now. Let me touch on Deshaun Watson with you because the only thing I think we know right now is that Deshaun Watson has a lot of massage therapists, which as a guy, by the way, who will look on Groupon for the cheapest massage therapist that I could find. Okay. But like some of that doesn't add up for a dude who is a quarterback in the NFL. I'm not trying, but who knows what's going on here? What should or should not the NFL do right now 
do you allow them to go to training camp? I, I don't know if they, if, if people think they should step in or not with this cloud hanging over because the NFL's got an image to maintain here too. I mean, it's a real, real tricky situation. I can imagine. Great point, Mark. And on the massage point, it gets your attention. Okay, every 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 detail that comes out, you say, okay, what does that mean? You weigh it. I'll say this: not assigning guilt or innocence. Most athletes uh, that I've covered, most elite athletes, and he's certainly one of them, outstanding quarterback, most elite athletes are so into the routine that if they have a massage therapist who works for them, they stick with one, maybe two massage therapists. If you add this all up, if you add up all the numbers, the people who have accused him I think there are 19 or 20 or at one point on one side. Then he came back with uh, Rusty Hart and said, hey, these 18 women have worked with Deshaun and they can vouch for him. So if I'm just doing basic math, I'm anywhere from 38 to 40 massage therapists. That gets your attention. I don't know what it means. Now, uh, as far as the NFL, but that's curious. That, that's unusual. I'll just say that. It's unusual from all the athletes that I've covered over the years. But the other thing is I can imagine – the NFL front office, NFL legal department is just like us, is on the phone, on the iPad, on the laptop, looking for every single new development because I think they're on the verge. They're on the verge of doing something they have to. Are you asked, does he go to training camp? Sure, he can go to training camp, but they can shut that down. If you're the Texans, if he winds up going with the Texans, you got to know that any moment, like if you have old school two-a-day practices, he could be at the morning session and he could be shut down in the afternoon because I think the NFL just can't sit there and say, well, we'll let the process play out. The process right. is playing out. It's playing out, Mark. And, and the unusual thing is playing out publicly. Both sides are doing it. So Tony Busby, um, the, 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 the plaintiff's lawyer, started off on Instagram. So he, he's making it public. And Rusty Harden, that's not his thing. He's more of like a conservative, like, hey, a buy the book lawyer. But he had to respond because this guy is torching you on Instagram and he's creating a narrative. So now he's coming back on Instagram and coming back with these statements. So it's playing out publicly. And I think the NFL will have to respond. The, the answer to the question, what would they do? I think they put them on an exempt list until they yeah. got more information. That would make sense. And I think maybe I'm just naive here, Michael, but we're going to try this case in the court of public opinion right now. Here are my 18 people and here are, and, and which all feels gross, but is this the strategy that you have to have? I always think like people are going to make up their own mind. Like you can't, but then again, people are influenced. It's different. Absolutely. I, you know, it's a great point. I asked Michael Smith this probably when the accusers were at two or three and everybody was shocked by that. And, and there's a there's a there, that's a part of the story too, just this how a reputation in, in a short amount of time how the how a reputation has had two or three different turns we don't know we still don't know what's happened but this accu the accusation never would have crossed anyone's mind on Deshaun Watson this was a this is an NFL man of the year type guy this was a even the Texans, when he said, I don't want to be around you anymore, before we knew about these accusations, the Texans were like, no, no, he's our quarterback. <laughs> no, we love Deshaun. I talked to him. We're waiting to hear from him. Even they don't torch him. And then to see this happen 
over the course of a few weeks is stunning. I, I've, I've, it's, I haven't seen much like it uh, in, in the 20 plus years that I've been covering sports, almost 30 years. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, but well, I was, I asked Michael Smith about this when they act, when the accusers were at two or three, I said, how would you handle it? How would you handle it? If the other side is putting out things on Instagram, it's very public. We're a social media society. How do you respond? And, and we had, I guess we both had, you know, more traditional, Hey, this is why you hire a lawyer not to, you know, speak yourself. But I think Rusty Harden has been kind of pulled out of his comfort zone a little bit, because if you sit back and say nothing, you know how it is. People will say, all right, he's guilty. So you got to respond to what the other side is doing. It's a difficult position. Yeah. Uh, to underline, no one saw this coming. Deshaun Watson here in Chicago, we would have given up the entire team to trade for him. Which maybe- You already tried to do it for Russell Wilson. You already right. tried to give up your whole team for Russell. And I go back to, and this is just the football part, but when I forget who the reporter was, but when he was asked, like, you know, about some place, like, well, do you know what defense they were in? And he calmly outlines while they were in. Uh, and I'm like, this this guy is so smart and so interesting and so talented and and seemingly so perfect. And maybe he still is. But we don't know, but it's just. We it, don't but know. Yeah, but this it, is it, but this is ugly. This is it, these are. And I think we just got to focus on that, man. These are some ugly accusations and. There, there's got to be a definitive, there's got to be a definitive close uh, to these, I was going to say close to the case, but close to these cases for everything to just kind of go back and be like, oh, okay, now we're back. And now uh, where's, who's Deshaun Watson going to play for next year? What's interesting to me though, is that teams, and we talked with Charles Robinson of Yahoo, uh, really uh, uh, plugged in NFL insider. Yeah. And he's not the only one who said, who said this. His sources and other insiders say, yeah, teams would still trade for him now. Like right now, there are teams who would say, give me Deshaun Watson, which is really interesting. I mean, like if the Bears did it, would Chicago fans, I know Chicago hasn't had a quarterback in many, many, many years, a great quarterback in many years, but would Chicago fans say, cool, we got Deshaun Watson, or would you think there would be some pushback? Oh, there'd be pushback, and then he'd win his first game. And Bears people would fans- say, innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> a, a, Leave him alone. A thousand percent. I, I mean, I, okay. the Chicago part of it, I go back to when the Cubs traded for Araldis Chapman, and he had stuff hanging over him, and there was eight, allegedly eight shots fired in, uh, in a garage, and whatever, he, it, it, and he was suspended. And I said, if this ends the way y'all want it to end, now it didn't because he gave up a three-run bomb in game seven, but if this ends the way you want it to end, he's going to be the guy on the mound to end 108 years. That's yeah. the – like, and, and everyone's everyone, – come on, let's go. Parenthetically, though, that yeah. was a great game. That was a great it, game. It, it, it that was. was a great game. It was. And, hey, you're Ohio. I, it must have been painful for you, Michael Holland, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you uh, a real quick story off of that. You know, growing up in Akron, and I was, you know, when I grew up there, the Indians were so, like, they were terrible year after year. They had a, I think, I remember the stat, and it seems hard to believe, from, like, 1968 to 19, they, they went, made a World Series in 95. Uh, 94 was a strike, strike year. So let's say uh, 1968 to 1993. 
the highest they finished was third over that. <laughs> like, think about that stretch. They never finished higher than third for like 30 years. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unreal. Uh, and so to see them in the World Series a couple of times and fall short, you know, 95, they went. And uh, my grandmother, rest in peace, but she was a big baseball fan, big Indians fan. So when they lost to the Marlins uh, and Jose Mesa didn't close didn't close it down. They had a lead and in uh, game seven and didn't hold on to it. Jose Mesa, she would not say his name the rest of her life. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to say that name. That man didn't do his job. I'm not saying his name. From a Cubs standpoint, that was Steve Garvey in 84. Not, but different, you know, that, but, but people cannot, we're not going to talk about Steve Garvey ever again. And those baseball then, things, they're, they're, they're for life. They did, they just are. And then Bartman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was at the Bartman game, though. I think Bartman gets a bad rap. I know that's not positive. That's not popular in Chicago, but I totally agree with you. Most people are on your side on that one. And that game, and now we we went down. This is what see. This is what we do in brother from another. <laughs> see, so we start off talking about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. We go to the Cubs World Series. Now I'm going back to Bartman. But last thing on on this, and then you can get back to your question. <laughs> but I, I think that was the game where did Kerry Woods start that game or prior? No, I know Pri- what it was. Prior, prior started. Prior started it. Yeah. Um, they had a lead. But then in game seven, didn't Kerry Woods start game seven and hit a home run? Woods started game seven, gave up a three-run bomb, then hit one to tie hit it. One. Yeah. Yeah. Alou hit it one. They took the lead. But the, the Wood home run in game seven, it was like it was a religious experience in there. And, 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 and then it went the other way again uh which i honestly i think the baseball gods Michael, they were looking like who can handle this more cubs or indians like and and i think like it's just like you know the cub fans are just they, they can't do it anymore right, cleveland's exactly. just tougher something like, like that like, exactly at least at least the indians won you know back in the day in the 40s saying they won the 40s right. and the cubs you're talking about the beginning of the of the 20th century so Right. Yeah, the Cubs needed it. The Indians will get one. They'll get one maybe in 10 years. There, there we go. Hey, speaking of, since uh, just a couple more here, and I appreciate the time, Michael. What can baseball do better to bring African-Americans, if anything, back into the game? I mean, I you know, growing up for me, my favorite players, Sean Dunstan, Andre Dawson. Um, yeah. you know, oh, at least, yeah. you know, Dunstan, when he had a ground ball up the middle and he'd hustle it into a double. Ooh. It was so exciting. Man, you gave me seriously. I'm not even joking. You gave me chills just bringing up those guys. Yeah. Because that's 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 my kind of that's my era too. You know, yeah. Dunstan, Dawson, uh, players like Ricky Henderson. You know, yep. crazy kind of like entertaining, but fat, like uh, who could run, who could hit for power. The stolen base still mattered. Uh, it, there was there was fun involved in baseball. So I guess I mean there's a guy like that right now in Chicago with, with the White Sox. So in, in Anderson, so you have these fun players. I guess the one thing you could do is just not do the baseball wag your finger thing. Oh, we don't do that. Oh, no, that goes against the rules of baseball. Oh, you're, you're being a little too demonstrative. And sometimes we know this. Guys are too demonstrative in baseball. All of a sudden, I got, I got, they got a 95-mile-per-hour heater up under their chin just right. because they express themselves too much. Uh, that, I mean, I think that's a that's a tip of the iceberg thing. Look, I, I think a lot of athletes are, are looking at their op. They have more options. Like Kyler Murray looks at it, he goes, 
all right, do I really want to be in the minors for two or three years, or do I want to step in and be the starting quarterback, number one overall pick, and the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals? I, I can get guaranteed money. A guy, the 50th guy on the roster is going to have to be year to year on his guaranteed money. But I'm a talented guy. I can make a lot of money. Sure, I'll get hit, but I, I'll play football. It's more exciting. It's bigger fan base. Um, that, I'm, more I'm more relevant when people look at football as opposed to baseball. Just being honest, I love baseball just like you do. But, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it, too. It's a real interesting one, too. That's a great – because Kyler Murray, uh, if, if we're going back in time, number one, black quarterbacks, I mean, Doug Williams – that It's was, not going to happen. It, it was right. late for that to happen, super late. Yeah. And and now and also, you're 5'8". You had no chance, but now right. you're the number one pick, and, and people think you can do it. So it's, 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 it's totally different. Let's wrap up. We'll, st we'll stay with football here. All right. Because I, I think – we proved this year because people have had this argument all the time. Brady, Belichick, I'm, I'm bringing this up because I, I know you have an opinion on this, Michael. But like, yes, like I, I just couldn't hear it. Don't tell me Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, right? I, you know, you know, there's some product placement. There, that, that's out, that's outstanding right there. Look at you. Uh, and there's the book you got. Y'all should buy it. Belichick and Brady. Yeah, yeah, available, available at uh, Amazon.com. Everywhere you want to go. Or so, your independent, your independent bookstore. There, it's but for me, it was always the quarterback or the. It's the player. It's it's magic. It's not Riley. It's and and it's it's Montana. It's it's not Walsh. And, yeah. uh, but you're yeah right. You're you're not you're not with me on this. Go. No, you, I'm not. You know. Go ahead. Because you you know what, we just started doing this. We just started doing this. I think this is the only one where we had to say either or. Um, like first of all. Yeah, we go, we never said Montana wall. So that maybe that didn't count because Montana won, you know, he won his four, but uh, he didn't win all of those with, with Bill Walsh. So I, I, maybe, maybe nobody is saying it that way, but like going back, like think about the, the, the bulls. Hey, is it Phil Jackson or is it Michael Jordan? Sure. You know, Michael Jordan and his six, but Michael Jordan needed Phil Jackson to go to another level to, to kind of just be there and look at the whole landscape and say, this is how we need to play it. Phil Jackson's role in, in Bulls history is important, is it not? Now, does it mean that he could win six without Jordan? No, he couldn't. Could Jordan win six without him? I don't think so. I know that's controversial. Even going back further, nobody says, is it Red Auerbach or Bill Russell? It was both. But Bill Russell's the performer. Red Auerbach is the architect. And I think the same thing with Belichick and Brady. Would Belichick win a Super Bowl without Brady? Yes, maybe one or two. Uh, would Brady win without uh, Belichick? He already did. So maybe he's got one or two without him. But I don't think that that magic happens without both guys. And I know it's difficult because most people just want that definitive answer. Give me one. I need that one. One or the other. I, I never, I think you got to have the ampersand in there, man. It's and. I, those, those guys got to be connected. It, it, it's fair. Just let, let's, let's, let's make it, let's make it just give me the pie chart. Is it, is it 76% Tom 20, uh, 24? Right. Brady, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the sorriest uh, <laughs> pie chart, the safest pie chart possible. 51% Tom, <laughs> 49, 50.5 Tom, 49.5. 
Belichick. All right. I, I didn't have this on the on my my list here, but and that's part of, by the way, what you guys do. You guys, you guys don't even have a list, so I'm a radio guy at heart. I, I, you got to be able to flow with it. So I'm gonna wrap up with. Uh, you know, you said something about LeBron and might be the greatest of all time. So I'm gonna have to get my Michael Jordan take in here. Did LeBron not disqualify himself in the 2011 Finals when he scored eight points and shot three of 13 and went minus 24? By the way, the only guy in the starting lineup with a negative, uh, except for there was one guy that was minus three. I forget who. Did he not disqualify himself at that point? I understand he's gonna have all the stats, and he might even get to six. He could get to seven. I don't know. The dude doesn't slow down. It's incredible. Right. right. But that would never happen to Mike. It just wouldn't. I got, oh, see, now, okay, I need to, look, that was a bad one. Uh, and and that was the first year he's in Miami. Uh, and that better team, team, they're up 2-1. That's oh. that, team underperform, that team underperformed. They were arrogant. Uh, I remember uh, a clip, you may remember it too, of, of Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron walking together. I don't know if it was in Dallas or Miami, but they were making fun of, I think Dirk had like uh, he was he had a cold or something like that and they were just kind of making fun of, oh yeah he's got a cold okay really and Dirk took exception to it and as you know they came back and they won uh, three of the next four games and that's a wrap they won that series uh, the Mavericks did look it was not a great moment for LeBron but I'm not going to disqualify him for a terrible finals game if you look at all the greats maybe not Michael but if you look at all the greats Everybody's had a bad finals game. I bet you Magic did. I bet you Kareem did. I bet you Doc, Larry. And I want to look at him. Now, now you have, you have forced me to look at Michael Jordan. I'm going to go game logs. I want to see what his worst finals performance was. Probably still won the oh, game. Well, that bastard. He probably still I, won the game after you know, that. Anyway. Well, I'll tell you this much. If you want me to argue against my own point, I'll do it for just a second. In the 96 yeah. finals against Seattle. Uh, Seattle. But they were up three zip. They, they were, but I'm just telling you, that series, Dennis Robbins should have been the MVP. Jordan did not have a good series. He was running on fumes. He didn't shoot particularly well. It was low 40s. He wasn't superhero Mike. Now, he doesn't get enough credit, by the way, in 97 and 98. Robin was dead. Pippen was walking around with a bad back, and he literally, I mean, he carried a sorry-ass team in the finals. Over yeah, he was bad, too. That was the yeah. year uh, Carl Malone got the MVP. Yep. And he shouldn't have. Yep. Uh, it was Michael. But look. Here's here, this is what's so interesting about this conversation is that LeBron is not done. So I, I guess what we're going to wind up arguing uh, is the best of Michael Jordan, because Jordan, I mean, you know, you're, you're still talking about, let's just say, I'm going to, I'm just going to say his Chicago career, forget about Washington. Not that he was bad in Washington, but he wasn't Michael Jordan, Washington. Come on. Right. Uh, but I'm going to go, like 84 to 99, 98, 84 to 98. That, that's Michael Jordan. So you're going to really uh, focus on the, that peak Michael Jordan versus what might be a 21-year career for LeBron James. And so he's going to get those, as you said, the numbers, he's going to get the numbers. He's going to be up there and assist. He's already ahead of Isaiah Thomas, LeBron James is. He's got more assists than Isaiah Thomas did. So he's got point guard numbers for assist. It, like it, it, it's, it's insane. So we really got to debate, hey, do we look at just peak, peak Jordan versus peak LeBron and, and go with our winner, or do we look at the totality of it? Yeah, well, the totality is, is, is going to be trouble for anyone because I don't know how he's done it. 
but this is amazing. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, listen, I think he'll come back this year and, and AD will come back and, and they'll win it. They're, they're, uh, they're loaded. So are the Nets, though. So it'll be interesting. We'll see if they get it together. Hey, Michael, awesome, awesome to talk to you. Brother from another. Check it out. NBCU Cable Entertainment, their streaming service, Peacock. You can check it out on YouTube. There's a zillion clips up there. All You can do a whole day. I was super entertained. So I look forward to checking out more. I'm a subscriber now. So uh, congrats on the new show. Uh, continued success. Kill it. And uh, appreciate the time. Appreciate you. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Talk about Chicago sports, too. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Mark. My pleasure, Michael. All right, take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.